Shalom and good morning. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 23rd of November, and on the Hebrew calendar it is the 19th day of Kislev. This week, our Torah portion, our parasha, is called Va'yeshev, which means He Settled. Today is the third reading, or the third Aliyah, and it is Genesis 37, 23 through 36. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God. King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. When Yosef came to his brothers, they stripped Yosef of his tunic, the tunic of many colors that was on him, and they took him and threw him into the pit and the pit was empty, there was no water in it. They sat down to eat bread, and they lifted up their eyes and looked, and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites was coming from Gilad, with their camels, bearing spices and balm and myrrh, going to carry it down to Egypt. Then Yehuda said to his brothers, What profit is it if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, And let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and not let our hand be on him, for he is our brother, our flesh. His brothers listened to him. Then Midianite merchants passed by, and they drew and lifted up Yosef out of the pit, and sold him to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver. And they brought Yosef into Egypt. Reuven returned to the pit, and saw that Yosef was not in the pit, and he tore his clothes. He returned to his brothers and said, The child is no more, and I, where will I go? They took Yosef's tunic and killed a male goat and dipped the tunic in the blood. They took the tunic of many colors, and they brought it to their father and said, We have found this. Examine it now and see if it is your son's tunic or not. He recognized it and said, It is my son's tunic. An evil animal has devoured him. Yosef is without doubt torn in pieces. Yaakov tore his clothes and put sackcloth on his waist and mourned for his son many days. All his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him but he refused to be comforted. He said, For I will go down to Sheol to my son mourning. His father wept for him. The Midianites sold him into Egypt to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's, the captain of the guard. That was Genesis 37, 23-36. Today's portion from the Prophets is 1 Samuel 9. Now there was a man of Binyamin, whose name was Kish, 
the son of Aviel, the son of Tzuo, the son of Bekoat, the son of Aphia, the son of a Benyamite, a mighty man of valor. And he had a son whose name was Shaul, an impressive young man, and there was not among the sons of Israel a better person than he. From his shoulders and upward he was taller than any of the people. Now the donkeys of Kish, Shaul's father, were lost. Kish said to Shaul his son, Now take one of the servants with you and arise. Go look for the donkeys. And he passed through the hill country of Ephraim and passed through the land of Shalisha, but they did not find them. Then they passed through the land of Sha'alim, and they were not there. Then he passed through the land of the Binyamites, but they did not find them. When they had come to the land of Tzuf, Shaul said to his servant who was with him, Come, let us return, lest my father stop caring about the donkeys and be anxious for us. And he said to him, Behold now, there is a man of God in this city, and he is a man who is held in honor. All that he says surely happens. Now let us go there. Perhaps he can tell us which way to go. Then Shaul said to his servant, But look, if we go, what should I bring the man? For the bread is spent in our sacks, and there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What do we have? The servant answered Shaul again and said, Behold, I have in my hand the fourth part of a shekel of silver. I will give that to the man of God to tell us our way. In earlier times in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he said, Come, let us go to the seer. For he who is now called a prophet was before called a seer. Then Shaul said to his servant, Well said, come, let us go. So they went to the city where the man of God was. As they went up to the ascent of the city, they found young maidens going out to draw water and said to them, Is the seer here? They answered them and said, He is, behold, he is before you. Hurry now, for he has come today into the city, for the people have a sacrifice today in the high place. As soon as you have come into the city, you will immediately find him, before he goes up to the high place to eat, for the people will not eat until he comes, because he blesses the sacrifice. Afterwards, those who are invited eat. Now therefore go up, for at this time you will find him. They went up to the city, as they came within the city, behold, Shmuel came out toward them to go up to the high place. Now the Lord had revealed to Shmuel a day before Shaul came, saying, Tomorrow about this time I will send you a man out of the land of Binyamin, and you shall anoint him to be prince over my people Israel. He will save my people out of the hand of the Plishtim, for I have looked upon my people, because their cry has come to me. When Shmuel saw Shaul, the Lord said to him, Behold, the man of whom I spoke to you, he will have authority over my people. Then Shaul approached Shmuel in the gateway and said, Please tell me where their seer's house is. 
Shmuel answered Shaul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me to the high place, for you are to eat with me today. In the morning I will let you go and will tell you all that is in your heart. As for your donkeys who were lost three days ago, do not set your mind on them, for they have been found. For whom is all that is desirable in Israel? Is it not for you and for all your father's house? And Shaul answered, Am I not a Binyamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel, and my father the least of all the families of the tribe of Binyamin? Why then do you speak to me like this? Shmuel took Shaul and his servant and brought them into the guest room and made them sit in the best place among those who were invited, who were about thirty persons. Shmuel said to the cook, Bring the portion which I gave you, of which I said to you, set it aside. The cook took up the thigh and that which was on it and set it before Shaul. Shmuel said, Behold, that which has been reserved, set it before yourself and eat, because it has been kept for you for the appointed time. For I said, I have invited the people. So Shaul ate with Shmuel that day. When they had come down from the high place into the city, he talked with Shaul on the housetop. They arose early, and about daybreak, Shmuel called to Shaul on the housetop, saying, Get up, that I may send you away. Shaul arose, and they both went outside, he and Shmuel together. As they were going down at the end of the city, Shmuel said to Shaul, Tell the servant to go on ahead of us. He went ahead. Then Shmuel said, But stand still first, that I may cause you to hear the message of God. That was First Samuel chapter 9. Today our portion from the writings will be Psalm 49. For the Chief Musician, a psalm by the sons of Korach. Hear this, all you peoples. Listen, all you inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth will speak words of wisdom. My heart will utter understanding. I will incline my ear to a proverb. I will solve my riddle on the harp. Why should I fear in the days of evil when iniquity at my heels surrounds me? those who trust in their wealth and boast in the multitude of their riches. None of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give God a ransom for him. For the redemption of their life is costly. No payment is ever enough, that he should live on forever, that he should not see corruption. For he sees that wise men die. Likewise, the fool and the senseless perish, and leave their wealth to others. Their inward thought is that their houses will endure forever, and their dwelling places to all generations. They name their lands after themselves. But man, despite his riches, does not endure. He is like the animals that perish. This is the destiny of those who are foolish, and of those who approve their sayings. Selah. As sheep 
They are destined for Sheol. Death shall be their shepherd. The upright shall rule over them at daybreak. Their form shall waste away in Sheol with no place to dwell. But God will redeem my soul from the hand of Sheol, for he will receive me, Selah. Do not be afraid when a man is made rich, when the glory of his house is increased. For when he dies, he will carry nothing away. His glory will not descend after him. Though while he lived, he blessed his soul, and men praise you when you do well for yourself. He shall go to the generation of his fathers. They shall never see the light. A man who has riches without understanding is like the animals that perish. That was Psalm 49. Our portion from the Apostles today is Mark 6, verses 30 through 56. The emissaries gathered themselves together to Yeshua, and they told him all things, whatever they had done and whatever they had taught. And he said to them, You come apart into a deserted place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure as so much as to eat. They went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. And they saw them going, and many recognized him, and ran there on foot from all the cities. They arrived before them and came together to him. And Yeshua came out, saw a great multitude, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. When it was late in the day, his disciples came to him and said, This place is deserted, and it is late in the day. Send them away that they may go into the surrounding country and villages and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. They asked him, Shall we go and buy two hundred denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go see. When they knew, they said, Five and two fish. And he commanded them that everyone should sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in ranks by hundreds and by fifties. He took the five loaves and the two fish, and looked up to heaven. He blessed and broke the loaves, and he gave to his disciples to set before them, and he divided the two fish among them all. And they all ate and were filled, and they took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces and also of the fish. Those who ate the loaves were five thousand men. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and to go ahead to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he himself sent the multitude away. After he had taken leave of them, he went up the mountain to pray. And when evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. Seeing them distressed in rowing, for the wind was contrary to them, about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea. And he would have passed by them, 
But they, when they saw him walking on the sea, supposed that it was a ghost, and cried out, for they all saw him and were troubled. But he immediately spoke with them and said to them, Cheer up, it is I, do not be afraid. And he got into the boat with them, and the wind ceased, and they were very amazed among themselves and marveled, for they had not understood about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they came to the land at Gennesaret and moored to the shore. And when they came out of the boat, the people immediately recognized him and ran around that whole region and began to bring those who were sick on their mats to where they heard he was. And wherever he entered into villages or into cities or into the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the tzitzit of his garment, and as many as touched him were made well. That was Mark six thirty through 56, and it concludes today's podcast. However, if you are reading through the Apostles twice in this year's reading cycle, you'll be reading 1 Corinthians 8 today also. Thank you for following along with us as we read the scriptures this year. May you have a blessed day. May the words of God go deep into your heart and bear much fruit in your life. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time. Thank you.